0: Hey everyone, welcome to Screams After Midnight, we talk about horror movies on the show, and if I sound a little bit more sombre than usual, you know, I'm not, you know, usually I introduce the show, I start with, like, I try, you know, tr- you try to start with an upbeat attitude, you you welcome everyone, you make them feel welcomed, mm. make them feel like it's a happy environment, like we're in a good mood, it's a good, you know, good atmosphere, but given the movie <laughs> we're going to talk about on this episode, I can't do that, I can't fake the happiness, I can't fake being excited. Oh my. <laughs> because we talk about horror movies, and because the sequel, oh, pardon me, because the prequel is coming out uh, later this week, we are discussing Annabelle, which of course Annabelle? is the spin-off <laughs> of The Conjuring. The first of many, in fact, uh, that are coming. We don't have any more yet. I mean, I suppose Annabelle, the creations, technically, this, this next one, but we already have... This is like the first Avenger of the Conjuring universe. I suppose if we got Winter Soldier first, then yes. <laughs> uh, but we all, we have the Nun in production, which is based mm. on a character from the second Conjuring, and we have the Crooked Man uh, in development, which is based on a character from the second Conjuring. Now, I think both of those could be good. I mean, I groaned when I heard about them because... Mm-hmm. Well, because of Annabelle, uh, which I'd already seen. But, mm. I mean, there's potential there. I mean, there's no reason why they can't yeah. be fun movies, so... Sure.
1: I'm particularly excited for the nun. I actually really like uh the director. So Who's the director? Well uh <laughs> I forget his name, but it's a guy that did uh the Hallow, which I I uh, think I liked a, a bit a lot more than you, but yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Col- Colin yeah. Hardy, I I think. Sure. Um that's fair. I mean I yeah. uh, think it could have potential. Uh mm-hmm. and same with the crooked man, he had a cool design in the in yeah. the conjuring too, so I don't see why it couldn't be fun. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Annabelle. We'll start. We'll do a little spoiler-free section, uh, and then we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers and start, you know, tearing it to shreds properly. Uh, so obviously, this is a character, Annabelle, who was introduced in the the first Conjuring film. There was like a little okay. prelude scene in uh, that movie that kind of introduced Annabelle, and then she kind of factored into the movie a little bit later on uh, in a small way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, people remember it was this creepy doll that you know when you're not looking at her, she might move. Mm-hmm. Simple idea, very very classic, old school. Um, and so then there was Annabelle, which is this this prequel film, or well, prequels maybe. I mean, it is set before, but a spin-offs probably a lot more accurate because it's not really yeah. directly you know prequelling the the, the mm-hmm. other events. And I like, okay, right? This could be fun. Like, you know, you get a creepy doll. You know, this could be like a serious version of Chucky, which amusingly we're doing a Chucky movie for later this week. Um, sure. But you know, like, instead of the wise, this could be like the, the quiet, creepy version of that, where she, you know, you, like you don't look and she moves, and that could be played with. You could do stuff with that. Unfortunately, this movie for some reason decided not to do anything remotely to do with the sure. doll. The doll is practically incidental to the plot of the film.
1: Well, I mean, my theory is that this had to have been a different movie, that they just slapped Annabelle's name on it. Like, I mean, it, it really feels like something that they just tried to shoehorn into the universe.
0: Um, yeah, well, maybe not at, uh, during a joint production, but I could, I could see that argument for the script. Like, I, I can see someone... But yeah, that, that's yeah. what
1: I mean. Yeah, yeah, the script, like, started off as something else.
0: Yeah, they, they got a script, and maybe it was a different object. Like maybe because the whole thing is that the, the the female character Maya she collects these these dolls. So maybe in the original script she collected I don't know bottle caps or something. And <laughs> there was an evil bottle yeah. cap that was possessed. Um, but I act- mean, I,
1: I feel like you could just not even you don't even need like the whole collection thing. Like yeah, I you could to. start off with yeah, just like a some type of weirdo crazy cult uh, thing in the beginning that you know. Uh, attaches something to her that haunts them
0: yeah yeah it, like i could actually really see how this was something else in the script originally and then they just oh we'll do a, re- a quick rewrite to shoehorn in a yeah. bit of annabelle mm-hmm. but it doesn't actually play with the fact that it's a creepy doll at all it does almost mm-hmm. nothing like that in the movie oh wait is the doll supposed to be creepy because it just looks like a normal doll to me uh, well it's kind of creepy in the way that I- <laughs> clown is creepy it's not Um, supposed to be creepy
1: but it's I'm just kidding the doll like looks like I mean like there are like weird creepy porcelain dolls and stuff but like right from the get go this looks like a doll that no one would ever want unless like they want to be terrified
0: yeah which makes Maya the creepiest bitch in the film because she's excited oh I've been waiting for (laughs) this one this completes my collection you're crazier than this the cultists quite frankly Yeah. (laughs) oh
1: this looks like it'll kill me in my sleep thank you (laughs)
0: Uh, so, so that, that that I mean, if I'm going to talk about why this movie's bad, mm-hmm. and yes, yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, qu- Tim, do you enjoy Annabelle? Yep. I'll do the question quickly. Do you enjoy Annabelle?
1: Okay, so, uh, <laughs> we might just say uh, no. Just say no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, oh I don't enjoy it. I don't think it's a good movie, but I definitely don't think it's as bad as some people give like it shit for. Like I, I'm not going to say that I like it or that it's good, but it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever seen, and I would actually say
0: there are a few scenes that I like. Well, you have so, seen The Boy, so it's definitely not the worst thing you've ever seen. Oh, not The is Fantastic. <laughs> You're crazy. I, <laughs> you know, I, swear, I swear we pick up new viewers for this show, and then mm. They don't know about your opinion of the boy, and then once you eventually mention it in an episode, that's when we lose them. Because, they're oh no, your credibility is gone. Tim's a crazy man. No, no, no. People tweet at me, hashtag the
1: boy rules, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, you don't see it because I block you, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... so Right, so my my main complaint would be it doesn't actually do anything with the premise, right? That would be my number one reason sure. why this is a yeah. m- giant missed opportunity. It feels like, what the hell's the point of this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, Now, the second reason... That, now, admittedly, I do not think it's the worst thing. But like, I, I, I'm i going to compare it later to uh, Ouija a lot. Or Ouija, or however you want to say it. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. And I think the first Ouija movie's worse than Annabelle, right? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. You know, obviously, stuff I'd like agree. "Bye Bye Man" is worse than "Annabelle." It is this this mm-hmm. one is just painfully mediocre?
1: Yeah, I, see, I, I can agree with that. Right? Like, I, I definitely don't think it's good. But I, again, some of those, I feel like exaggerations where it's like, "Oh, this is the worst, biggest pile of trash ever." I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's it's like forgettable, you know? Like, which is, like, I, I don't. Like think uh, about it enough to have that much hate for it.
0: <laughs> I'd go, I'd go a bit higher than that, but yeah. yeah. Like, it, I mean, I I was angry after I saw it mainly because I felt <laughs> like it was wasting my time, and I think that's part of the problem. I, yeah. Is that it's not even it's not even funny. Bad, right? There's nothing no, about it that no. I can even laugh about. It's just it's just yeah. bad. It's mundane, boring, and it doesn't has any. There's no original ideas in its, its body. It's it's the whole thing's just and. So on top of that, you have really bland characters. Uh, the the main couple are like generic, especially the husband, uh, John. When he's even named John, like his generic <laughs> name. For I mean, as soon as he pops on the screen, like, I assumed they were doing like a prologue thing where these two are going to die quick, and then we're going to get the main characters after that. But they don't. These yeah. these are two characters, and he. I actually the way I would describe him is. Whitey McWhiterson uh, <laughs> who of course is going to be a doctor is in fact what it reminds me of is like, <laughs> someone who should be posing for stock photos <laughs> I can see that right that's, that's like what a, he me like a of. bread model yes yes he should be doing things like that he's, he's got that cheesy fake looking smile um, but there's like nothing there's nothing necessarily dislike about these people but there's nothing to like about them either they're, 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 they're just they're a blank slate <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there are points in the movie where I just forget that the husband exists. Yeah, like, you, you, you really do. I
1: I really don't think he ever like encounters anything.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't. That's oh. one of my problems with the the last act of the movie is that it starts to pretend like everything's ramped up and it's taking me for the, you know the big final moments and I'm like, why does anyone but the wife? Yeah, but you know, think anything's happening? Like no one else has really seen anything or whatever. But that point, it's just. Act uh, the whole thing. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so so that's still a big problem. Uh, all I mean, so what is it? Like I keep saying, it's, it don't do anything with the doll. So what actually does the movie do? Uh, basically, it's just a carbon kind of knockoff of every other haunted house movie that we've had over the last mm-hmm. like ten years. Um, some of the moments feel very similar to those. Uh, like there's was, was a very specific moment where I really lost interest in this film. It wasn't great before then, but I did, There was a couple of scenes I liked in the first chunk mm-hmm. of the movie. Right. Um, sure. But there's a specific moment where I really lost interest. It's when like stuff in the house started happening on its own, as if there was a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, what's the point?" Like I thought, we're, I'm, you know, that was the moment where I'm like, "I'm here to see a movie about a creepy doll. Why, why am yeah. I seeing ghost things happening?" Like,
1: yeah, that's definitely the probably the worst part about it. Is yeah, it has nothing to do with
0: Annabelle. Uh, which
1: yeah, again, if he called it any other thing and got rid of the Annabelle parts, I feel like...
0: It'd still be mediocre as hell. Like, it wouldn't be good.
1: But I I don't think it would be something that really... would make people as angry.
0: (laughs) No one would talk about it. No one would care. It'd just be forgotten. Sure. Uh, It'd just be a really mundane movie that'd be forgotten. Whereas, because it's Annabelle, and because Mm -hmm. the entire movie's based on... Like, you know, she's only in a few scenes of The Conjuring, but she's really effective in those scenes. Like, people remembered her. That's why she got a movie. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, because because it was really memorable, and then this is like the the complete opposite, where nothing is remotely interesting, or like, mm-hmm. um, all the characters feel very stock as well. You know, you have the the friend who actually believes in the spiritual stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Evelyn. Um, yeah. so she's, she's there. You get the priest who you know comes in to help. Mm-hmm. They're all just very stock characters. It's this. It's hard to care about anyone because no one has any personality. Like the. The only thing, like, other than collecting dolls, the only thing I can tell you about the wife is that she likes to dip pickles and mustard. <laughs> that's <sort> her <of> thing. <laughs> Which, As someone who hates mustard, mustard and isn't particularly fond of pickles, that whole thing is just... Ugh.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a whole lot of bad on top of bad.
0: The most exciting thing about that scene is because it's set in the 70s, when he pulled out some of the stuff like the Doritos, it was like, oh, it's the old 70s looking Doritos. That was, yeah. You know, I, I got a kick out of seeing what they look like in the 70s. Yeah, that's true. If that's um, if that's the most exciting I'm getting during your movie, then you you, you failed somewhere. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can't argue with that. I feel like um, we'll go into more details in um, you know when, once we get to spoilers you and better stuff, but easy, baby. <laughs> but I feel like there were like three actual scenes that that I liked, and there was one scene that I like. Okay, um, and. Yeah, like, other than that, though, it is it is just a lot of, well, like, like nothing around them.
0: One and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> stop, just stop thinking about it. One and a half.
1: It feels like this really wanted to be, like, a combination of Rosemary's Baby and, like, yeah, something like
0: the more modern haunted house movie, like Conjuring or something. And if, um, if people are going to be saying, yeah, it's a Conjuring spinoff. Shouldn't it be like the Conjuring? I'm like, well, no, because it's about the doll and... Yeah. But that that was the fun idea of having a spin-off about the doll as you have this creepy doll movie instead of a ghost. Um so yeah. uh, uh, here's here's the problem with the movie from a structure point of view, and this is why the movie's garbage anyway. Um and again in a very mundane way, like it's not the worst thing ever, but right, right. it it keeps it keeps resetting its its uh, its build. Like something big will mm-hmm. happen, right? And then they'll move house. And then it's everything will become normal <laughs> again. And then something big will happen. And even though the wives went through it like the characters after that will pretend like i shit you not get into the third act get into the final big confrontation where everything's going down the scene the, the whole thing starts with the wife and evelyn coming home because they've been out shopping for baby clothes and they're talking like nothing's ever happened you would never know you're <laughs> in the last 20 minutes of a horror movie based on the way that sequence starts it's just them um, she's like oh you bought my girl a dress like, yeah isn't it lovely like that's how the scene starts. We're like going into the final confrontation where someone might die, where, you know, everything's going to go down and we're starting the scene with, Oh, baby dresses. eh?"
1: <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where like, if that was happening to me, I would never, you know, allow myself to be alone. I was like, okay, I'm always going to need someone by my side. Cause I'm so freaked out. And that's actually something that they did well in the, you know, first conjuring movie where you actually saw, the family sticking by
0: each other and yeah they all slept yeah. in the living room together like all five daughters and the parents yeah
1: i was like this is what people would do if this kind of shit was happening uh but yeah it is like kind of strange that she seems very content about like yeah like living her life like nothing's happening
0: yeah and i just thought something i don't want to talk about it until spoilers but there's also a weird kid that kind of has a premonition and it's never brought up again it's weird yeah uh, it's, a,
1: it's another kind of like horror cliche of like oh gonna have like a creepy kid say something uh, foreboding
0: it, it's a series of cliches and the script has no has no pacing or build it just keeps resetting back to everything's normal and then yeah. it just acts like it's all going down in the last like 15 minutes even though mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's built to that really it just, it, it's, it's so odd it's, yeah. I just I feel like whoever wrote this script really had no idea what they were doing um. Uh. and the direction's not really much to say but like I think there's some legitimate scenes in this that would have been better with a better director mm-hmm. Um. yeah I'd, I'd say he's like um, he's
1: a competent director but like uninspired. There's no, yeah that's a good word for it yeah I was gonna say like there's nothing really like interesting or that makes it stand out but
0: it, t- it's like, like well
1: I mean he knows how to young know, point a camera I guess it's not like <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, that distracting,
0: but... There's... Know. It's just bland for the most part. There's two moments that I like from a directing point of view, but that's about it. And it's really, like, that's all it is. It boils down yeah. to those two moments for me, and that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah,
1: it is very... Like, if we weren't doing it for the show, I don't know if I ever
0: would have watched this again. Oh, this is the last time I've ever seen this. I'm done. Yeah. I'm so done. <laughs> I kinda regret even starting this show after having to sit through this again to be honest. <laughs> Alright, let's get into spoilers. So I feel like we've okay. done, we've done what we can without without uh spoilers. So let's go into some spoilers for Annabelle. Mm-hmm. You've been warned. So first things first, right, so we're right, so actually I don't want to say this, right? And mm-hmm. technically this so, some of this should have been in the spoiler free section, but hey ho, you're here now. Um so we're getting Annabelle the creation, right? Yeah. And obviously, much to our surprise, the reviews are actually quite positive. In fact, for a while it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now that is yeah. it's dipped. It's, it's got up to like 30-something reviews and it's at 82% now. Uh, but even still, that is shockingly good. Yeah. I mean, the first one I think is at like 20% or less. It's, it's, you know, yeah. it's you know, plummeted. I I
1: very quickly went from absolutely dreading seeing this to, oh, this could
0: be good. Yeah, and a big part of this is uh, the, the director is uh, uh, David F. Sandberg, Definitely Sandberg. I may get the first name wrong, but he he directed Lights Out, which, yeah. yep, which we which we, we which we thought was okay. We we did think it whiffed a little bit on its its premise because we thought because oh, we, we talked a lot about how what we thought it was going to do in the last like half of the movie based on what it set yeah. up, and then it didn't really do any of it, and it felt kind of disappointing. But it wasn't badly directed. Like there was definitely skill there. Yeah,
1: and it's definitely more fun and a more watchable movie. Like, that's something that um, I'm not going out of my way to see it again, but I wouldn't mind, you know, if it was and Oh, it smells better you know, than Annabelle. Watch. Like,
0: I mean, there's a yeah. gulf between Annabelle and Lights Out. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's funny. I mentioned uh, Ouija earlier on. Mm-hmm. I, my first thought, when I saw the review scores for Annabelle, The Creation, I went, holy shit, they pulled a Ouija. Because that's exactly what happened with that. The first one was garb- Garbage, and then the second one got a good director. Um, I mean, maybe not an amazing director, but a solid director who's been, you know, consistently, at least been gradually been improving the movies that he's come out. You know, yeah. Oculus had some good stuff, ended with a bit, but, you know, then we had Hush, and Hush was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And here, you you're so... Ouija uh, 2, Origin of Evil, which was also a prequel, filling enough, so the, the comparisons keep... Um, now, the ending did let it down, because the ending had to tie into the first movie, and we, mm-hmm. we agreed that was by far the worst part of that movie. But for the most part, it was actually pretty enjoyable. So, mm-hmm. obviously, okay, right, so Annabelle: the Creation's coming out, and it's getting good reviews, uh, better director, okay, mildly optimistic, like, I mean, you know, I'm not dreading that, whereas before I was absolutely terrified of going to see this movie, but I was going to do it for the <laughs> show anyway, but... Here's 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 the thing, right? So I'm watching Annabelle, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. I remember almost nothing about this beyond the broad strokes, right? Mm-hmm. This movie has the creation of Annabelle in it. <laughs> this new one's meant to be a prequel that's the creation yeah. of Annabelle, but correct me if I'm wrong, so the, the next-door neighbours to our main couple, their daughter mm-hmm. ran off and joined a cult, and we're in the mm-hmm. time of the Manson family and all that, so it's kind of preying on that kind of idea's... Um and her daughter and one of her cult boyfriends shows up and like murders the parents. Which, by the way, by far the best moment in the movie is the shot of like the couple lying in bed and you can see the window like through the, their window and you can just yeah. see like the, the cultists come in and stab them. I thought that was actually that that moment. I remember seeing that in the theater. That moment mm-hmm. had me almost hopeful that the rest of the movie was going to be good because it was the first I, real scary thing mm-hmm. and I thought it was well handled. And yeah, I I would say I genuinely liked the beginning. I, uh, like it,
1: again, like going into a different movie altogether, uh, it, you know, would have worked. Um, like if it was attached to a different movie that was maybe about crazy cultists or something like that, yeah, look, um, I, I'd like it, but
0: I do, like, I do think like, that that moment's great. Then, then, like, the husband runs next door, and then well, once mm-hmm. the cultists start coming into their house, I feel like that's where the direction lets it down a little bit. Like, this could be amazing, but the direction mm-hmm. was making it feel kind of dull. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, the movie dips dramatically, uh, once we're past the first twenty minutes. Because one, once it gets to just the ghost stuff, it just feels really <laughs> generic. The cultist stuff was actually kind of like, oh, these crazy cultists coming to kill them in the middle of the night, like that. That, that was actually kind of a good idea. Um, yeah. and it was something i seen not recently, so that was fun. <laughs> um, but so so the, the police actually show up just in time to save them. Um, and they shoot like this this cultist star and uh, and. You know, but she's in her room. She's in the room with the dolls. And when they finally shoot her, she's she's holding the Annabelle doll, which you know clearly implies to me that before this moment, the doll wasn't you know possessed or a ghost or anything yeah. like that. It was just a doll. Um, mm-hmm. And you see the blood drip from her into the doll's eye, and it like goes inside. And there's like a little blood symbol on the wall. So you get the impression that while she was in that room and the cops were trying to get in, that it was she was doing some sort of ritual. She was trying to like mm-hmm. do some last little, little minute thing to live on. Oh. Oh, well,
1: I mean, we totally forgot. Like right, right at the start of the movie, there's some like little text thing that says like it, it was something real stupid. But I was like, since ancient times, like dolls have been used in satanic rituals to summon evil spirits or something like
0: that. You're, do you know what? I don't think I was. Look- <laughs> I don't think I was looking at the screen when that text came up because I don't remember that at I, all.
1: I mean, it's like literally like right, right at the start. But it mm. it, it was some stupid thing like that that I'm like. Wait, no, that's not true. Like, oh, I mean, uh, maybe it's like a little true, but I think what we think of as dolls, like, <laughs> aren't something that's often used in those kind of rituals. Yeah.
0: Here's a bit of trivia for you. You dude.
1: have the biggest doll collection I know. So, if anyone <laughs> can chime in on this, it should
0: be you. Uh, I, I, I have, I have. A hunter from resident evil which is not a doll it's a it's a an action figure oh, as you were okay. i have one i have one of those and that's it that is all i have I'll, I'll never get into the whole action figure collecting thing as an adult it's never been a bag mm-hmm. fair
1: enough
0: well, i'm defending myself i just thought i'd mention that i just <laughs> th- i thought i'd mention that's the one thing i do have and i don't even have it on display it's in a drawer somewhere mm. So. I have a
1: ton. I love, I love action figures, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shut up. Oh, no, wait, I lie. I've got a Jason
0: Voorhees. Oh, nice. I do have
1: a Jason Voorhees. I have, I have the... Um, I have one I got from uh, Comic-Con a couple of years ago that's, like, modeled after the NES. Ah, the Jason purple
0: one. Voorhees. The purple yeah. one. Yeah. I know, what, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um... So yeah, this this clue is like okay, and this 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 daughter's name is Annabelle. Like, you find this mm-hmm. out like uh, at this moment, you're like, oh shit! So that's who Annabelle is, and that's why she's mm-hmm. called Annabelle. And you know she's possessed a doll, and that's going to be her living on. And from at this moment, I'm thinking, great. Mm-hmm. And and a bit of trivia: the the actress who plays Maya is named Annabelle, which I'm I wonder if that's why they cast her, <laughs> or if, if they just just a coincidence. But uh, so so. So that's all fine. you will think, okay, that's that's a decent enough setup. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's, it's, it's all evil. And like the, the, the I, lady's pregnant at this that, point, by the way, and she gets stabbed in the pregnant stomach, and they're all worried that the baby may be, you know, yeah. screwed. So, so I think with
1: this setup, it doesn't put me in like in gear for like a, a really good movie, but it puts me in gear of like this might be kind of like a fun, cheesy kind of movie or something.
0: It's not terrible yet. It's the def- uh, like I say, like there was a good moment, and then it, the camera, you know, the the directing kind of ruined it a little you, bit afterwards. I feel
1: like I definitely don't think it's going to be boring after this opening scene.
0: No, this was definitely the high point of the movie, definitely. Um, and then it's like the husband like has to go to like a because he, he's almost just he, like, he's just finishing med school. He's almost at the point where mm-hmm. he's going to have like you know an actual job, you know, in a hospital or whatever, and he has to go to this this conference. a seminar and she's in the house herself and despite the fact that he put the popcorn on the stove like two nights before because because he puts it on like she's got the tv in the bedroom because she's been told to stay in bed by the doctor and he Mm -hmm. puts the tv in the room and he's like i'm gonna make popcorn and then she falls asleep so he he just like turns the you know turns the stove off and that's fine Mm -hmm. but even though it's like at least a day later because he's gone on the trip uh that popcorn's still sitting on there and a ghost presence just turns on the stove. And that's the moment. That was the moment I was talking about before. This is the moment where I went, oh, what? Why, 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 why is there a ghost just doing things? Like, what's the point of having the doll if you're just going to yeah. do, do ghosty things? Like, like I immediately... And that that kind of sets up because she gets scared and the house burns down, of course. And that's when they move to the apartment. And, and you
1: never find out if she actually ate the popcorn.
0: I'm gonna say no. What you, you weren't you weren't thinking that? Well, it burst into flames, so <laughs> I'm fairly confident that she, well, she did not eat the popcorn. I hate wasting food, so do you hate wasting houses? <laughs> uh, that I'm not as crazy about So, so they moved to the apartment and we, we, we again we start the cycle, everything feels fine again. And they act like it's fine, and then like like I say, there's this weird thing with a kid who who lives in the building who draws a a picture of like the the, the you know the 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 uh, the pram getting hit by a, a truck.
1: The the what the pram? The pram. The pram? You mean like the baby cat carriage, little stroller thing?
0: Yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry. I used the UK word. I'm so sorry. That's called a pram. Okay. Pram. I've never. I've honestly. I've never heard that. Uh, yeah. The the stroller. The the baby carriage. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I almost said baby casket, but. <laughs> baby casket. <laughs> it almost was a baby casket time <laughs> It almost was. So so yeah. it's, it's this truck hit, hitting the the baby carriage. Uh, mm-hmm. See, there's two words. It's just it's, it's not neat. Like you're not not, not mm-hmm. efficient. Not of efficient your language. That's all I'm saying. Well,
1: I don't I don't know if you're trying to get one over on me with some weird made up <laughs> term. <laughs> no 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 no. Yeah, they um, just put her in the fizzy wizzy. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, if you say so. Now I'm gonna oh. look like a buffoon when I go to the UK in the future. I keep asking people where the like prams are. And they're like well someone pulled pulled the pulled one over on you, mate.
0: Okay, that was an Australian accent. At, at best that was an Australian accent. Secondly, why would you be looking for the prams? Well where are the prams? I need to find
1: prams. I not uh, my feet get tired. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh dear. Okay. (laughs) So, and then later on, you know, it kind of comes true. I mean, the the baby's not in the in the in the carriage at the time, and but it gets hit by the truck. And you would think, uh, sure, and you you would think that she would want to go see the kid after that, right? Because the kid got this (laughs) right. The kid predicted this, but she doesn't. She didn't mention it to anyone. Nothing ever like said about it or or anything. It's just ignored. (laughs) she she's scared for the the second that it happens and then it's just that's it. Yeah. Oh,
1: just a crazy coincidence.
0: Yeah. And then you get other generic scenes where she goes out of storage and then like you know the lights like, start going out and it's like ghost like presence coming after her. See, I actually liked uh the elevator scene.
1: I I thought that was uh, pretty good.
0: Yeah, it just it felt like generic ghost movie 101 kind of thing.
1: I, I don't know. I feel like I I, I mean it's not the most original I guess but it, it worked for me. I like every time the door like opens and it's still on that same floor I'm like ooh that would really suck. Hey. Um uh, but it's not a super long scene though. Uh,
0: sure. Okay, so if you if you're simple-minded like Tim it'll work for you. But those of <laughs> us those of us who well, are not simple-minded don't get much out of that scene. Sure. Seriously, seriously though, I it just it felt like really generic. Then later on, like you know, the dolls look at the crack of the door and all that, and it's like the one time the mm-hmm. doll comes into play. And that that scene, the way that scene ends, is kind of cool because she's like looking around the room, and the camera like the, the doll starts floating. But when the camera gets closer to it, you see like the demon like sort of like is holding actually holding it up. Yeah. and that was an okay shot. Um, mm-hmm. even though I don't really like the idea that it's just a demon like moving it around as opposed to.
1: I mean, uh, again, if it was not Annabelle, if this was another movie, I f- would think that would be a lot cooler. And I I kind of, the demon, a very simple design, but uh, I, I kind of liked it. Again, I don't know. I like supernaturally demony kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I, I didn't think it was that bad. But uh, I mean, again, just kind of going back to the big major complaint is it's weird in this movie.
0: Yeah, it's
1: a movie that's supposed to be about this doll.
0: Yeah, it's just the the moment itself works quite well. I just I I just don't like the like like say the movie's supposed to be about the doll and it's not. It's just a generic ghost mm-hmm. story or demonic possession story kind of idea. Uh, well, not possessed, but I mean, well, the doll's possessed, but I mean, is the doll well, even
1: possessed? If we're going back to what we kind of you know thought thought was happening from the beginning which is you have this crazy cult member annabelle Mm. who dies and bleeds on the doll and whatever you're kind of led to believe that she's possessing the doll but uh i guess it's not the case i guess it's just some random demon but is like annabelle she's still still around
0: you still see her walking around occasionally in the background and stuff Mm -hmm. as if she's also there um yeah which i guess is the justification like you know even once the demon's gone she's still in the doll but is it like is she working with the demon? Are they like, is she in the doll I, with yeah, the demon or is it just her? I assume so. I, I assume that she, you know, wanted the demon to show up. Maybe she gets mm. to live on in the doll because she helped the demon get a soul. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> um, but I, I, mean, I will it, say. It, it does beg the question though, doesn't it? So is the creation going to just like ignore this movie and do its own origin? Or mm. is it somehow going to tie into what happened in this? And. If it's set before this, then how is it called Annabelle? The whole reason why it's called Annabelle <laughs> is that the girl who, like, you know, bled on it and, like, it was the cultist, like, she was called Annabelle. Is it yeah, set I after mean, this? Because I'm the very movie... curious. this is the thing, the movie ends with the the mum of the nurse, because in, in The Conjuring, the group of girls that have it are nurses, and one of them says their mother got it as a gift, and the movie ends with a scene of the mother buying the, the doll at the, at the, the store. So... <laughs> There's like uh, no room is... after it, really, unless you argue that that scene at the end takes place after this next movie.
1: I hate like every time a prequel does something like this, where like it thinks the audience is not smart enough to understand. Like we know what happens next; they have to like basically yell it into your face. Like, oh, my daughter is a nurse who needs a <laughs> gift. Like. Oh, gee, I wonder if that's uh, the same young nurse who got it as a gift from the first movie.
0: Yeah, it felt very unnatural that she announced that her daughter was a nurse to the you know the store yeah. clerk. That was really weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it does kind of make me, uh, I guess, even more interested to see the movie to kind of see what they're going to do. I imagine, like, I-, I feel like they would have to kind of ignore it altogether. Uh but I, I, I don't know. It would be it, interesting to see.
0: Just just from the trailers, it feels like it's set before because it feels like this is like the first girl who ever gets this doll when it's new, yeah, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to set up that it was already like evil or possessed, well, it's just mm-hmm. a coincidence that it runs into another person named Annabelle who tries to do a ritual <laughs> with it, like, um so. Uh-huh either it's going to ignore it which I kind of hope because this movie sucks so if it wants to just do its own thing yeah. and be good then sure by all means go for it but I'm a little bit worried that it's going to be exactly like Ouija 2 where mm. the last 10 minutes has to make it fit with the next movie so they have to wrangle it and like just yeah. ruin what they did already so that it fits
1: yeah uh, th- that is a concern. Um, concern i I have no idea Oh. Well,
0: Hopefully, they'll even bother trying. though. if, if they just if it, I mean, if it is a decent movie, make a decent movie, and don't worry about it because we can just always pretend that you know this one didn't exist. That's fine.
1: It seems like uh, movies I feel like are starting to kind of lean towards that. Like, just because uh, I feel like you know when people get so dissatisfied with something, like uh, people seem to be more okay with being like, well, let's just forget it. <laughs> Hopefully, no one notices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, so, so yeah, the, the, the Evelyn character, like, realises that... Or, the, Maya tries to like, offer her soul instead, so she tries to commit suicide at the end of the movie. But Evelyn, who lost her he, child already, decides to take her place uh, so the family can be together.
1: Yeah, this kind of just comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden, at the end, it's like, we want your soul. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, like, for most of the movie, you don't really know why any of this is
0: happening or... Well, like, what the demon wants. It's pretty late on before they they start mentioning it, and the the priest seemingly gets killed, but then it turns out he's actually just Mm -hmm. in the hospital. He's going to be okay. By the end of the movie, he's up and about. He's fine. Um, I will say there's a detective character that we see a couple of times who tells him about the case. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the most... He's probably the most boring detective in one of these movies (laughs) that I think I've ever seen. He's not necessarily bad. He's just so... Again, it feels like he should be doing stock photos. Something about the casting of this movie, particularly the the, the couple and the detective, feel like they should be mm-hmm. doing these stock photographs. They feel just so bland. Um, and I'm I'm sure that's not just them. Like I'm sure it's the way that the, you know they've got them all dressed with the '70s haircuts and all you know all the rest mm-hmm. of it. And um, but they, they just feel like they feel lifeless. It's really weird. I think this is uh,
1: one of the reasons why I I tend to like a lot of 80s horror movies is I feel like when you watch some characters, they just look more like distinctive. Um, They have more personality, like sometimes they'll even be like, I don't know, kind of like weird looking or something where, yeah, I I feel like the trend with horror movies nowadays is just to get, you know, like
0: some attractive person and and that's kind of it. Attractive but bland because everyone has to be able to relate to them. So they, yeah. they they deliberately find someone who's really normal for the most part. Uh, this which guy's is boring. boring,
1: just like me. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like it's it's fun if everyone's a little bit wackier. have different types of people. It's boring yeah. when everyone's just like generic whitey person. Because that's kind of what like, it feels like. You
1: you can like make fun of you know eighties movies. A lot of times they'll have like the crazy best friend who's like over the top and annoying, and you can make fun of that. But those people are like some of the most memorable you know, characters that you'll get in these kind of movies. Yeah,
0: this that, that, is literally just shooting to be as bland as possible. It's kind of... Yeah. And I, th- I think the thinking is, oh, if it's bland, it feels real. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, but even real people are more interesting. They have likes and dislikes. They have they have fears and they have... Like... I mean,
1: yeah, if you just go back to the, the Conjuring movies, I think that does it really well, where you have uh, characters that, you know, they're not... Crazy, larger than life uh, characters, uh, you know, they do feel like a little more real, but you actually enjoy them and want to spend time with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you actually care about them caring about each other. Like, there's like a concern for each of them. Whereas here, the baby's basically just a prop. Which is, I mean, that's (laughs) kind of okay because it's a baby. A baby can't have personality, but. um, I don't
1: know. Have you ever seen Look Who's Talking?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I. Oh no. I have I I think I've seen part of it. For some, for some reason I the, the movie, I went to the wrong movie in my head. I went to Baby's Day Out oh. <laughs> instead, which I definitely have seen. Yeah. Uh classic. Not really. you know that movie is like
1: super popular in uh, other countries. Really? Like Where? Yeah. Uh I I heard him talking about it on a podcast. I, I forget the exact country, but someone was saying like they went there and it was still playing in theaters like way after it stopped in the US. That is but, that is that is real strange. It's uh, so a weird I, movie. I think to... it kind of makes sense though, because it's all like physical gags, so it's something that could easily translate to oh, a, okay. you know a foreign country.
0: Uh, sure, I can kind of see that argument. Still a really stupid movie. that Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, God, what else? I feel like I've I've hit I've hit all my moments. There's... Go on, Tim. Hit me with something. The
1: there is one scene that i i kind of like and i i'm not gonna argue that it's not kind of like a generic uh jump scare kind of scene but i do like the scene where you know she sees like the little girl in the one room and it runs towards her and when it gets to the other room you know she transforms into
0: an adult like it a little bit of a
1: cheap jump scare but i did like it
0: yeah did not inform me Tell, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: but, I'm not saying it's like the best scene in a horror movie but I mean again if I was kind of cherry picking little things from the movie I could say like well I enjoyed that scene but again that it's like what five seconds
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think that's just part of the problem is that once it lost my, my attention once it lost my trust or my expectations mm-hmm. it got to a point where because it was going through that cycle of something happens now let's pretend everything's normal and it kept kind of going around in circles that I was in a really cynical mood Mm -hmm. so maybe there's a couple of things like that maybe maybe they were fine technically but like at that point i was like no you're gonna have to do something better than that to impress me at this point you're gonna have to you're gonna have to really show off to bring me back in now have you ever looked up like the story of the
1: real annabelle like the you know ed and lorraine uh doll that they
0: have uh I don't I know have, if you ever looked I, that up. I, I have not. I feel like you probably told this story when we did the conjuring uh, uh last year, but go go for it. <laughs> uh well I, it's been a while since I read up on it, but I do I, remember that's, that's what I say. I don't remember like I don't remember what the story is, but for some mm. reason I feel like I remember you going into like starting makes, it like this. Like I remember yeah, I remember but, I remember yeah. you bringing it up. But go on. Uh,
1: yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean I love um you know like you know, real life, uh, ghost stories and legends and stuff. And I remember after seeing the conjuring movie, uh, I looked up some stuff on the real Annabelle and it's actually a pretty interesting story. Uh, I don't know if it would be enough to hold a movie, which, you know, is probably why they didn't go there, but it, it's like absolutely nothing (laughs) to do with like this movie. Like surprise, surprise, there's no cult or (laughs) anything. Uh, it's the real Annabelle doll is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. Hmm. um which uh, again uh, i think like having just kind of like an old-fashioned doll like that that's it, it can kind of be creepy too uh again with the annabelle doll it's one of those things where they're trying too hard to make it look creepy i feel like to the point where it's like well who would ever want this doll mm, yeah
0: like
1: like something like chucky like i think you can see like oh like yeah, he can be creepy once he's all like maniacal and stuff, but otherwise, he looks like a, a regular doll that I could see in real life, like a, a kid wanting maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say, though, um, if anyone is interested, if you go to, uh, I think, Ed and Lorraine's website or just go to Wikipedia or something, they have the real Annabelle story, which uh, I do think is actually kind of interesting. Um, I think the one thing that sticks out to me about it is uh, they do have it in a glass. Uh, case that says, you know, like, absolutely do not let out or something. And uh, I believe the reason why they had to put it in there was because some people came and did like a tour of the house. And um, I think it was kind of like this macho manly man, biker dude uh that was like making fun of the doll and like poked it and stuff and they were like oh no don't do that and then he was like uh-uh, i'm not scared or whatever and then on the he rode his motorcycle on the way home and ended up crashing it and i don't know if he died or just went to the hospital but um hmm. it was one of those things where they they're like oh like annabelle got him you
0: know. that's interesting um yeah <laughs> yeah i just it's Sometimes it's the hardest to talk about a movie that's as bland and as lifeless as this, and that's oh, really, sure. that's really how I would describe this. It's bland and lifeless, and that mm. sometimes that's worse than just being bad because I can't even make fun of it to to any great extent. I mean, we've done a little bit, but like, yeah. it's just mm, it, like I, I, honestly. I mean, it's only been a few hours since I watched it, and I'm already starting to be fuzzy on like a <laughs> lot of the details because it is just that 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 forgettable. That's this that's what it is. Yeah. So here's hoping that the creation <laughs> does uh, some interesting stuff and has at least has some ideas in it, which I think is the biggest thing. Here is that I felt this was just devoid of ideas. Like there was just there was no creativity. It was just we need to out yeah. a movie that's called Annabelle to bank, you know, to you know cash in on the on the success of Conjuring. That's all this feels mm-hmm. like, uh, and it feels lifeless. It doesn't, it doesn't even feel like okay, it was a bad script, but maybe like a, a better director. Uh, we'd be like, oh, let's have some fun with this. Let's do some wacky stuff, and maybe make it a bit more interesting from a, a filmmaking point of view or whatever. But mm-hmm. here, it's just it is just what it is, and mm. it's, it's completely forgettable. I do not recommend it at all. I do not think you'll have had to have seen this to enjoy the new one. Should the new one be worth seeing? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, obviously, we'll say that at the start of the the new one's review will mention if that, that is the case. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing <laughs> it. Uh, any final points, Tim, before we uh, we, we rate this, this turd? Mm, nope. Cool. Annabelle, <laughs> Tim, what are you rate out of 10? Uh,
1: I'm going to give it... I'm going to be a little generous and give it a, a 4.5 because of the few scenes that I did like.
0: Alright.
1: Because I feel like it's... I feel like it's pretty like, you know, middle of the road. I'd say like less, I'd say below like middle of the road, but (laughs) again, a few scenes that I I did like that I'm not gonna deny that I enjoyed, so.
0: So is it buried underneath the road if it's below the middle of the road?
1: It's in uh, the sewer hanging out with the Ninja Turtles.
0: How dare you. How dare you. Uh, 4.5 is too generous. (laughs) because <laughs> as much as i'm saying it's not the worst thing ever it's still mm-hmm. really goddamn bad like it's better than bye bye man it's better than the first Ouija, it's better than noah's but it is not just i wouldn't say it's better just, than noah's what so, those it's better than noah's oh
1: those <laughs> i thought you said noah's i was like what <laughs> is that a biblical horror movie we haven't done yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> noah's revenge
1: Actually, it would be kind of cool.
0: <laughs> Noah goes crazy and kills all the animals on the ark. Um, oh
1: yeah, and then the animals come back as zombies, and he floods <laughs> someone's house.
0: I'm pretty sure the house is already flooded. But, um, <laughs> if, if the rest of the story, you know, goes to the the usual. Script. Well, this is
1: this is the modern day. Like he comes back because someone says his name three times in the toilet. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm going to go with the three out of ten. Oof, it's a bad movie. It's a, it's a really bad movie. It's it's not the worst thing ever, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's not interesting. It wastes any potential the idea had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters are dull and bland. The music is generic. The scares are mostly generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's nothing. It's like instead of doing anything with the premise, it just does a generic ghost story that we've had a lot these these last few, and doesn't do it nearly as well as the good ones. You know, it, you know, for example, The Conjuring. Finally enough. <laughs> so, um, no, three out of ten. Which, which is which is better than Bye Bye Man? It's better than Ouija yeah. Better than the boy? Yeah. Nah. I, Play on par with the boy. I can't, I can't say no. that on a straight face. Oh,
1: oh you're an idiot. <laughs> it's, about,
0: it's about on par. No. <laughs> what are you saying, Timmy? Your thoughts?
1: So, the boy's fantastic. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> no,
0: Before that, you were going to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to ask if
1: you uh, regretted getting that Annabelle tattoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just have to meet a woman named Annabelle and fall in love, <laughs> and it's fine. Like... <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have to get it removed. I, and I, I admit that's maybe being a bit picky. Mm. Oh, you named Annabelle? Do you want to spend the yeah. rest of your life with me? Well, those are big <laughs> questions to ask on a first date. Yeah, you, know, you
1: You know, there's no reason you have to compromise. Just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, I don't know why I'm asking our name on the first date. Surely I'd have done that before the first date, but... See,
1: the the way I picture it is you're literally just going around and going up to every girl you meet. Are you named Annabelle?
0: No? Okay. Are you named Annabelle? Very politely, though. Are you named Annabelle? No. Oh, sorry for bothering you. Are you named Annabelle? No, sorry for bothering you. Are you named Annabelle? Yes. Are you single? No. Would you consider getting a divorce? Would, would, you, would you consider it?
1: Now, uh, I've never actually seen it, but uh, me and my brother share a love of really, really really bad movies and he saw uh, I think it was called haunted house like the Marlon Wayans like you know uh, like paranormal spoof movie Uh, and he did tell me that uh, Marlon Wayans does sleep with Annabelle in that movie which kind of makes me want to see it
0: (laughs) no no force on earth could get me to watch that no force um, the patrons, maybe. The, oh, for a high price! It'll be a high <laughs> price to get me to watch that shit. God damn it, Tim!
1: I like how you like you talk to me like I made the movie.
0: <laughs> it, well, I'd forgotten. It. I don't even, you know, like I vaguely remembered it existed, and then you <laughs> you come in and you remind me it exists. Nah. that's what I do. That along with all those, you know. Scary movie, date movie, epic movie, all those bollocks. Mm. I hate them all. Yeah. Despise them. Despise them. Mm. Spoofing has really not been. Like, I mean, if you count Cabin in the Woods, then yeah, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know if you would. Like, does that fit into the same mold? not really my
1: whole thing with spoofs is um i don't like it when people spoof something very specific and what they do in those blank movies is they literally just take like a specific movie and then insert their own characters just, into it. Yeah, it's
0: just reference after reference and they rely yeah. on the reference to be the joke. Whereas, mm-hmm. say, the Naked Gun movies make fun yeah. of tropes, they make fun of uh, the things that all of the movies do, which is why they're kinda timeless, because you yeah. watch it and you're like, Oh, he's making fun of cop movies, he's making fun of this, he's making fun of that, and that Yeah, that like, works. Like
1: yeah, those I enjoy, and I, like one of my favorite comedies of all time is a uh, Wet Hot American Summer, and that is basically like a summer camp spoof movie. But they're not, you know, specifically spoofing this movie or that movie. It's kind of like, oh, we're just dealing with these tropes that you usually see in summer movies. So that kind of stuff I think can be done pretty well. But yeah, the, these
0: mo- movies don't do that. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just a spoof of Sleepaway Camp, Tim.
1: Mm.
0: I see it. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. No, that's not.
1: Sleepaway Camp. Sure, if you say so. It's
0: basically Sleepaway (laughs) Camp 4.
1: I don't know. I think you might have just watched Sleepaway Camp and got it confused.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Dear. Speaking of Swiss, actually, I thoroughly recommend it. Me me Mm. and Connor have been reviewing it uh, on Amazon. So, an Amazon original right now called Comrade Detective. Which is a mm. satire spoof of like eighties uh, and seventies cop shows, and the the whole conceit is that it's filmed as if it was a Romanian show and with Romanian actors <laughs> doing the Romanian dialogue, and then it's dubbed in really bad sort of English uh, by mm. Channing Tatum and Joseph Gordon Levitt, um, oh. and it's surprisingly really good. Like the plot's actually quite good, on top of it being kind of funny because it's the the whole, the whole the whole gist of it is that it's made by romanians during the soviet you know era and because of that Mm -hmm. they talk about america and capitalism as if it's evil and that's the villains (laughs) of the the story so it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like how like rocky 4 talks about russia it's like that (laughs) flipped around but turned up to 11 it's really funny that's good stuff that
1: sounds good i'll have to check that
0: out It's it's only six episodes uh so I'd recommend checking it out if you're looking. For... Obviously, it's not horror. Like, uh, yeah, you're watching this like I want horror recommendations, Peter. Shut up! Give me something with you know blood and boobs Although, in it. You know
1: what? That I find a lot of times though, um, if I have like similar uh, horror opinions to someone, I find uh, that our comedy opinions will usually be pretty similar too. Hmm. So not uh, not all the time, but uh, you know, a good portion of the time.
0: That said, the 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 villain and I'm not finished yet, but the villain who wears a, a Ronald Reagan mask is quite creepy. <laughs> so there is maybe a touch really? of horror in there. Uh,
1: uh, I'll definitely uh, check that out. I have uh, a big backlog of stuff I want to watch, but
0: that's good stuff. And there's a lot of other yeah. like, guest stars, like Daniel Craig did a voice for one episode, and oh. um, John Ralphio's sister from Parks and Rec was as a voice on it, and Jenny uh, Slate, I think. Yeah, Jake Johnson yeah. does a voice. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's a. Uh, Ron, uh, speaking of parts Rick, rec um, what's his face Ron Swanson mm. um, like yeah uh, Nick. He, he, he voices the police captain in it uh, mm. no, I, I'd recommend it. anyway we've we nice. went off we've went off Annabelle because mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about it so that is Annabelle <laughs> let us know what you think of the film in the comments below like subscribe all that stuff get us on twitter mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash tv maybe we'll add a perk where you can make me and Tim watch a movie <laughs> yeah. of your choosing I mean, you get to vote once a month of course on a bonus episode if you're on Patreon at mm-hmm. uh, the $5 tier uh, the voting for next month is up, they're all Stephen King movies because by the time we're doing that one it'll be coming out and it's like a nice sort of you know, synergy, bit of synergy between mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. Um, so you can go do that, but otherwise guys that is us, so thank you very much once again for watching keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time